Welcome back to the RGV Sports Podcast. My name is Brian Ramos. I'm a sports writer with the Monitor Newspaper and RGVSports.com. As always, I'm joined by my co-host and fellow sports writer, Ivan Palacios. Ivan, week eight in the books, heading towards the final stretch, man. How are you feeling? I feel good, you know, given the weekend we had. It was a hectic one. You know, rain across the upper valley led to some postponements, moving some games around. But, I mean, we got through it, and there was some there were some good matchups there that really – uh, shook up and are started to actually really clear up the district standings. Uh, how about you, Brian? How are you feeling today? Yeah, Ivan, you mentioned the wet weather uh, swept through the Rio Grande Valley Friday night. Definitely caused some postponements, but hey, man, we def- we had a, a stacked Saturday slate here uh, across the Rio Grande Valley as far as high school football wise, and it was an exciting week eight. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm glad uh, we saw some teams break through. We saw some teams fall behind, and we definitely saw some shakeup in the latest RGVSports.com top 10 poll and that's where we'll start this episode and uh, before we get into a recap of, of last week's scores and a look ahead at the week nine schedule so the latest rgvsports.com top 10 poll nothing changes between the number one and two teams edinburgh vela receives all six unanimous vote uh, first place votes to hold on to the number number one spot after uh winning by way of forfeit last week against la jolla waters lincoln nothing changed at number two as the hawks hold on to the number two spot after picking up a big win over Donna North, the Harlingen South Hawks are 7-0 overall and 4-0 in district, leading uh, District 32-6A. And then our first movement uh, in the top 10 comes as PSJ North jumps up two spots to number three after being number five last week after picking up a, a 49-23 win over Crosstown rival PSJ High, 49-23 uh, to 23 last week. So PSJ North rolling on all cylinders, man. That's that's their fourth straight uh, fourth straight victory, and, and that defense is playing lights out right now. Harlingen High keeps uh, keeps things going. Uh, they win their second in a row after losing to Harlingen South with a rivalry win over uh, over San Benito in the Battle of the Arroyo. Uh, just a, another exciting game, 17-0. The Cardinals shut them out. Uh, so a, a really big win for Harlingen High as they uh, uh, move down one to the number four spot. And Ivan, our, our number five, six, and seven teams take us to the Class 5A level. What can you tell us about numbers five, six, and seven? Well, number five, we got the McCall Memorial Mustangs, who have been climbing the rankings since falling down. They took a tumble after that week one loss to Edinburgh Vela, but since then they've reeled off six straight wins. Um, really, I mean, aside from Matt Kai and uh, McAllen Rowe, most of their games have been by a pretty good margin. And, you know, this weekend was no different. They uh, got off to a hot start. They're really clicking on offense. Uh, Ethan Castillo's been paying. He has 860 yards and 10 touchdowns and uh, 28 first half points. You know, momentum kind of slowed them down a bit, but they still run away with a 42 to 14. And, you know, it's no surprise that they're climbing up there. They're definitely one of the top teams in 5A. Um, But I mean, there's another team in 5A that wants that top 5A crown. And that's the Mercedes Tigers, who they took a tumble last week and they fall one more spot, not because they lost, but just, you know, as the season's progressing, we have a lot of teams playing better. So it's hard to decide. But Mercedes comes in at number six. Um, they made a statement game after that loss to Sherilyn High. They run past PSJ Southwest 63-0. That game was over by halftime. Michael C. Sandals threw for five first half touchdowns. Um, and, you know, they take a tumble, but they're right entrenched in there. They're one of the top teams in 6A and or 5A, I'm sorry. And they'll, they'll look to keep uh, start climbing back up this next week with a huge top 10 matchup that we'll get into later. And then moving on to our number seven team, a team that's been on the rise. Uh, we talked about them last week a little, and that's the uh, McAllen High Bulldogs. They're on a five game win streak, uh, their longest win streak since 2013 when they won eight in a row. And um, Hunter Crow's really clicking now. He threw for four touchdowns this last week. The, dip, the defense scored again. This time it was Holden Hood on his pick six, and uh, they improved to five and one in district play, and they're right there in second place. Uh, 
in that district looking to make a run at that title. I mean, they'll need some help from uh, the McCallum Warriors rest of the appointments, but they're right there in that running and proving that they're one of the top teams in class 5A. So three really good teams in class 5A, all, you know, well-deserving of their rankings. But that brings us to our number eight team, uh, the San Benito Greyhounds. Uh, Brian, what do you know about them? Yeah, San Benito drops four spots after suffering their second loss in a row. Uh, they lost to Harlingen South a couple weeks ago, and this week, of course, as we mentioned, they lost the Battle of the Arroyo against Harlingen High. They get shut out 17-0, so that's what, that's what caused San Benito to tumble down the, the top 10 poll down to number eight this week, as the Greyhounds are 5-2 and two overall and 2-2 two and two in District 32-6A. And uh, Ivan, our, our number nine team, takes us back to the 5A level, and, and you touched on it for a second. Uh, we got a top 10 matchup on our hands coming up this week. What can you tell us about Mission Veterans as they get ready for that, their top 10 matchup against Mercedes? Yeah, I mean, Mission Veterans, like uh, we mentioned a little last week, they were on, they're on a five-game win streak. They've opened up district play with a 5-0 and start. Uh, they were on a bye week this last week. Um, and, you know, they have a huge matchup this week against number six, Mercedes. Um, they see no movement in the rankings, no game. I mean, but they have one of the top defenses in the Valley led by Mark Champion and Luis de Oils. But like you mentioned, huge top 10 matchup coming up this week against number six, Mercedes. Um, this is honestly, it might be the de facto uh, district championship game. If Mission Veterans comes over with that win, uh, the district title is theirs to, it's pretty much theirs at that point. They just have to run the table their last two games after that. And, you know, they get that district title, uh, but Mercedes needs that win to possibly get in a three-way, two-way tie, depending on how the rest of the season plays out, or to win the outright title. So huge matchup, Mission Veterans, number nine team in the Valley right now, according to rgvsports.com poll. Um, and what about um, our number 10 team? We had two newcomers to the poll. They came in tied for number 10. Uh, what can you tell us about La Feria, Brian? Yeah, La Feria has been uh, in the top 10 poll a couple of times this season, and uh, they, they lost one game, which caused them to drop out. But uh, the Lions fight their way back in after picking up a big uh, district win last week over Gruya to stay on top of the district uh, 16-4A Division One standing. So uh, big win for La Feria as they break back into the top 10. And then Ivan, uh, the team that was tied with, tied with La Feria uh, for that number 10 spot, takes us to a team who, who dethroned our number two team a couple of weeks ago uh, or our former number two team in Mercedes. What can you tell us about the Sheridan Rattlers? They lost to Mission Veterans. Next week, they got to take on the number uh, the what was the number two team in the Valley at that point, the Mercedes Tigers. And they come out with a big win this week. They do it again. They uh, take down a crosstown rival, Sherilyn Pioneer, 38 to 10. Once again, the Gonzalez twins with another huge game. Um, Allen get or Allen Gonzalez comes up with a huge pick six. Alec Gonzalez comes up with two touchdowns and 98 yards on the ground. And, and they just got weapons. And not to mention, they got their starting quarterback, Orly Lopez, back now, too. Uh, he came back from injury after week two. So now they got that factor in the passing game. They had their highest passing total of the since week one uh, with Orly Lopez. He went 13 for 17 for 146 yards. And they're looking like a dangerous team and, uh, going into the postseason. They can definitely still get a share of the district title. But I don't think any team wants to draw them in the first round of the postseason right now. They're hot. They're winning, and I mean, they got some. They got kicker Cali Naguma, who's a weapon on special teams. Uh, he's seventh for eight on the year in field goals. He's kicked one for 50, 50 plus yards. A lot of his field goals have come from forty yards, and just gives him that extra weapon that you don't really see in high school football that much. Uh, he's he's got the leg of a college kicker, in my opinion. Uh, he he had a forty five yard last weekend. Sherilyn High is definitely a team to watch. They're on the come up, and it's going to be exciting to see how the last few weeks play out for them. Absolutely. So that runs out the top 10, uh, the latest RGBsports.com top 10 football poll. So uh, some movement uh, throughout the poll, but I mean, and not much as far as new teams breaking in, except for 
the Sherryland High Rathers. So congratulations to the Rathers on that. And with that, we'll, we'll jump into a quick uh, recap of our week eight, uh, our week eight slate across the Rio Grande Valley. And uh, Ivan, that started off Thursday night with a, a couple uh, District 16 five or Class 5A games. Uh, what can you tell us about those uh, that pair of Thursday night football games we had last week? Well, first of all, I mean, we already touched on it a little. The Mercedes Tigers come out and make a statement when they run up, uh, run up uh, the score 63-0 against PSJ Southwest. But uh, over in Brownsville, we had an exciting one. Uh, McAllen Road takes on the Brownsville Veterans Chargers, and the Veterans Chargers get it done. They come out with a 21-19 win over the McAllen Road Warriors, and they improve to 5-1 and one in district play, uh, moving themselves into a third place in the district. Uh, they they have, technically have the same record as McAllen High, but McAllen High holds the head-to-head, so McAllen it's in second place right now, followed by the Chargers. And meanwhile, the Warriors drop into a tie for fourth with, with Wesleyco East, and they'll have to take on them in a few weeks. But that McCallum Warriors offense has struggled recently. They're one and two in their last three games. They're only putting up 162 yards passing and 74 rushing per game, only 15 points per game. And I, I don't know if you remember, Ryan, but at the beginning of the year, they were putting up close to 400, 500 yards a game and scoring like almost 40, 45 points. So they've been struggling recently. Uh, opponents are getting tougher, but they're still in the race there. So once again, Brownsville Vets pick up a huge win on Thursday night to kick off our uh, our week of football that day, and uh, they move into that third place spot. So it's going to be exciting to see how that district plays out. And uh, uh, I know we didn't have much action Friday, but or Thursday, but Friday we had a couple of games. Uh, Brian, uh, you were at our game of the week, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely, PSJ High versus PSJ North in the Tri City Classic this year, and um, PSJ North ran away with this one early. Man, they they were in control from start to finish, a 49-23 victory. Running back Isaac Gonzalez runs for 193 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Jack Lugo also over 100 yards uh, with a pair of scores and a couple of linemen get in the end zone for PSJ North. And PSJ High, uh, uh, quarterback Jaime Lopez connects with Christian Gamboa for three. Uh, for PSJ, PSJ High's three touchdowns on the night. But, yeah, I mean, PSJ North was in control from start to finish in this one as, as the Raiders improved to 6-1 and one overall and 5-1. and one. I'm, I'm sorry, four and one there in District 31 6A action. And to keep things there, uh, I, I've been uh, running through the District 31 6A schedule. Uh, we had some uh, postponements Friday night, but Saturday, Edinburgh High picks up a 21-0 victory over La Jolla High, able to shut out the Coyotes after the Coyotes were coming off a big win against Edinburgh North uh, a week ago. And Mission High rolls uh, over Edinburgh Economies 42-0. And as I mentioned, Edinburgh Bella picks up a win by way of forfeit over La Jolla, what does Lincoln do to COVID-19 concerns within the program? And now jumping to 32-6A, Ivan, as we touched on it, we had a, a top five matchup between Harlingen High and San Benito last week, and the Cardinals take care of business 17-0 to win the, the Battle of the Arroyo this year and, and improve to a, a 5-2 and two overall and 3-1 and one in district play. Los Fresnos also picked up a big win over Westico High, 44-21. Uh, Los Fresnos uh, take catching people by surprise. There's currently tied for second in District 32-6A after picking up a, a convincing win over Westico High. They scored 21 straight points there in the second quarter after being down 7-6 to run away with that one. So shout out to Los Fresnos on that one. Then Harlingen South takes care of business 49-7 against Donna North. And now jumping back to uh, uh, Class 5A uh, level, Ivan, what, what, what are the scores did you see that jump out to your eyes uh, as far as some Friday night and even some Saturday action? Well, yeah, I mean, Friday night we had a couple of 16-5-8-D1 matchups that uh, really popped out. I mean, McCallum Moore, we tossed them earlier, but the Wesleyville East Wildcats last week, they lose to Mack High 21-14. This week they bounced back in a big way. They roll past La Jolla Palm View 48-12. to 
Uh, quarterback Javi Garza throws for 200 yards and four touchdowns, and they rush for another 200 on the ground. It's just a good performance by Wesley Goese to keep them in that playoff hunt. They're currently in fourth place. Positioning couldn't change. They still got a couple of matchups against McAllen Rowe and McAllen Memorial later this year, so they can either climb up or climb down. And um, just to touch up on a little bit of uh, more 5A action, uh, Real Grand City falls to San Antonio Southside. They fall to one and two in district play. They fall 34 to 21 at Real Grand City after almost two uh, hour rain delay. Uh, they ended up starting around 9, 930, got done close to midnight. And then um, we got to give props to our player of the week this week, running back Joshua Gomez from Ed Calchosa. He put up 316 rushing yards and two touchdowns. It's a school record. Uh, he beats a record by uh, Fred Loredo from 20, 2004, I'm sorry, where he rushed for 315 yards. Uh, Gomez, he's been on a tear. Uh, Ed Couch also rose past PSG Memorial 63-0 to zero behind Gomez's huge performance. That's two uh, games back-to-back of 300 yards for Gomez. He's, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the first rusher in the Valley to uh, surpass the 1,000-yard mark this season. He's up to 1,200 yards on the year. And uh, he has that Ed Couch yellow uh, jacket. Ed Couch also yellow jacket's kind of rolling now. They're 3-3 three and three in district play. They sit uh, one game behind Sherilyn Pioneer um, for that last and final uh playoff spot in district 65 ad too so they're making that push and joshua gomez is helping to make that push once again congratulations to our player of the week joshua gomez for his 300 yard two touchdown performance and uh just to wrap things up with 5a action on friday we had a uh, roma and valley view facing off on friday roma runs away with it 52 to 14 another team that's right in that playoff uh uh, picture they're five or three and three on the district as well, right tied with Ed Couch. So they still have to play each other later this year. And, um, I don't know, it's going to be exciting to see how that district plates out too. There's a lot of uh, action going on. And, um, with that, I mean, I'll jump into a little bit of a Saturday action. We had a quite a bit of games moved to Saturday due to the weather, Brian. Um, of course, we got to talk about the Diamondback Cl- or the Snakeskin Classic between Sherilyn Pioneer and Sherilyn High. You know, Sherilyn High came out, it was kind of it was a close one in the beginning. Uh, you can tell the emotions were high. Players wanted to be out there Friday, but, you know, they came in a little excited on Saturday, and you could tell there was a couple of personal foul penalties on both sides. Uh, Sherilyn Pioneer helped a lot by some of those penalties, kept their drives alive, but in the second half, it was a completely different story. Uh, Sherilyn High settled down. They reel off 24 straight points, including 21 in the third quarter, and they run past Pioneer to keep pace with Mercedes and Mission Bets for a chance at that district title. Um but before I jump into another game, I mean, uh, what are some other games that caught your eye this weekend, Brian? Yeah, so uh, wrapping up District 32-6A Saturday, we had Brownsville Hannah pick up a 15-13 win over Crosstown rival Brownsville Rivera. So a big win for the Hawks to keep their playoff hopes alive there in District 32-6A. And then jumping down through the sub-5A level, we had La Feria pick up a 51-34 uh, win over Gruya. And Hidalgo pick up a 20-0 win over Kingsville King as Hidalgo bounces back from a district opening loss to Gruya in 16-4A Division One. Then in 16-4A Division Two, we had a big game between Port Isabel and Rio Hondo, man. Rio Hondo gave, every, gave Port Isabel everything they could handle, but Port Isabel pulls out a 27-24 win uh, to improve to 6-1 overall. And Sinton takes down Raymondville 48-0. Odom rolls over Monte Alto, 60-0. San Diego, the district leader in 16-3 AD1, picked up a big win over Lyford, 24-6. And Progresso dropped one to Santa Gertrudis Academy, 35-0, as well as uh, Santa Maria Santa Maria losing 22-6 to Premont. And Benchetti picking up a 33-12 win over Santa Rosa. So, yeah, that, that, that wraps up uh, some of the sub-5A uh, action that we had, Ivan. And what do you – 
what are you looking forward to most about uh, the, the upcoming week here uh, in, in week nine? Oh, Brian, I mean, we got a lot of good matchups coming up, a lot of huge matchups for that district positioning. Um, before I jump into the game of the week, I mean, I'll just start with Thursday's action this week nine. I mean, we got a huge one between the Brownsville Veterans Chargers and the McCallum Memorial Mustangs at McCallum Veterans Memorial Stadium. Uh, that's Thursday at 7 p.m. Top two offenses in the district. Um, I believe Brownsville Veterans is averaging 386 yards per game. McCallum Memorial right behind him with 370. Both have rushed for over 2,000 yards. It's it's going to be one of those gritty ground and pound games, in my opinion. I mean, these two offenses run pretty similar styles. Uh, Brownsville's got that option style, you know, ground strike. And then McCall Memorial, obviously, you know, we're all familiar with their ground and pound game. Um, but it's it, it's going to be an interesting matchup there. Brownsville veterans trying to keep pace and, you know, possibly move into a first a tie for first place in the district if, if they can pull off a win against uh, McCall Memorial. Brownsville veterans is young, but they, they've got talent there. They, they might not be the biggest school, but they got freshman Storm Michael Montoya who's among the top rushers in the district right now. And then, of course, you got Ethan Castillo over at McCallum Memorial. So it's going to be a fun game to watch this weekend um, on Thursdays. That's one of the many games I'm looking forward to. Brian, what about yourself? Is there anything else that's uh, caught your eye before I jump into the game of the week? Yeah, uh, uh, Thursday night action. I have a few uh, uh, 31 6A games. Edinburgh Vela taking on Edinburgh Economides, uh, a matchup between Former Edinburgh Vela offensive coordinator Sean Vandermerger will take it on his old program in Edinburgh Vela, and that that'll be an interesting one to see if uh, how the Jaguars do in their matchup here against the district leading SaberCats. Then La Jolla High pays a visit to PSJ High. Both teams looking to bounce back after losses last week. PSJ High is still in the playoff hunt. Uh, they're uh, two. I'm sorry, two and two overall there uh, in in district. So um, PSJ High can de definitely. Uh, keep their hopes alive with another playoff win. And, and La Jolla High, uh, of course, they, they took down Edinburgh North a couple weeks ago in, in a bit of an upset, so the Coyotes cannot be slept on uh, as far as some Thursday night football action, Ivan. And then uh, that, that wraps up uh, Class 6 days Thursday action. Why don't we look ahead to Friday night, I, Ivan, and the Monitors game of the week. we got a big one coming up this Friday in the Monitors game of the week, Brian, and one of the biggest matchups of the year in District 16, 5AD2, uh, the Mission Veterans Patriots are traveling to Mercedes to take on the Mercedes Tigers in what could be the de facto district championship game. I mean, Mission Veterans has the uh, sole possession of first place right now. They're 5-0 in district. Obviously, we talked about Mercedes. They had that one loss to Sherilyn High earlier this year, so they're sitting right behind them. And it should be – we should see some fireworks. I mean, we have two of the top quarterbacks going head-to-head -head in Michael C. Snettles and Ricky Reyna, and they both have weapons to work for. I mean – or work with, I should say um, – the top five receivers from this district either come from Mercedes or Mission Veterans. Uh, Mercedes has Tyrell Trevino and Joseph Rocha, who are number one and number two in the district in receiving yards with 622 and 558 yards for Rocha. And then Mission Veterans, I mean, they have weapons too. They got Dylan Velasquez and Marco Policavazos, both with uh, over 400 yards receiving, combining for 10 touchdowns. And there's just a lot of weapons to go around. And it, 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 I expect some fireworks this Friday. I mean, Mission Veterans has a one of the stingiest defenses in the Valley, but so does Mercedes. Mercedes is ranked number two in the district, but these offenses are going to be hard to slow down with those weapons and with those quarterbacks throwing to those weapons. So I'm excited for this one. It's going to be a big one. I expect fire, like I mentioned, fireworks this Friday at Tiger Stadium in Mercedes at 730. And what, like I mentioned, could be a district championship game and decide the positioning for the rest going forward. Either we're going to end up with a possible three-way tie in the district or mission veterans can, can take control of their destiny. So a lot to look forward in that one, Brian. I know there's going to be a lot of eyes on it. And 
another top 10 matchup matchup like you talked about earlier number six mercedes against number nine mission veterans brian so i know you've seen these teams in actions in the past i mean what, what are you looking forward to from that game yeah, that, that should be a good one, man. I mean, I, I know the, those two schools in recent years, man, they always bring it. They always deliver. And I, as far as uh, who's a favorite, I, I don't think I'll have my pick until uh, they're, they're due, man. I honestly don't know which way I'm leaning. Both Mercedes and Mission Veterans have been impressive uh, on impressive runs this season. So I expect a good one here in the Monitors game of the week here coming up in week nine. So shout out to the Patriots and Tigers for uh, what I expect to put on the show Friday night. And uh, now jumping to some uh, 31-6-8 games on the Friday night schedule. We got Edinburgh North taking on Edinburgh High. Edinburgh North must win to keep their playoff hopes alive. They've lost four straight. Edinburgh High, four and two uh, uh, in District 31-6-8. If they can win, they'll they'll definitely put themselves in in position to lock up a playoff spot down the road, which uh, could have some. uh, So this one, major playoff implications for both the Bobcats and Cougars. And then you had a to the fact that it's a cross-town rivalry game, Edinburgh's oldest rivalry. It's sure to be a good one there at 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Richard R. Flores Stadium in Edinburgh. And then elsewhere in District 3160, we've got PSJ North taking on La Jolla Waters Lincoln. Uh, PSJ North looks to win uh, their fifth in a row uh, coming up here as they take on the Huskies. Now jumping back up, jumping back to District 32-6A, we got Harlingen South paying a visit to Brownsville Rivera. Harlingen South looks to stay unbeaten on the year as they take on a, a, a tough and gritty Bronzo Rivera team. Los Fresnos and Harlingen High, it, both teams tied for a second in District 32-6A at 3-1 and one overall. This one's going to be a, a matchup to watch. I mean, the winner of this one could find themselves in the number two seed uh, once it's all said and done. So uh, Los Fresnos and Harlingen High, 7 p.m. Friday night at Bogus Stadium in Harlingen. Then San Benito uh, paying a visit to Donna North, so a chance, uh, opportunity to get right for the for the Greyhounds after losing to Brownsville Hannah. I mean, excuse me, after losing to Harlingen South and Harlingen High uh, the past two weeks. So uh, that's our our six uh, A schedule coming up here in Week Nine, Ivan. And, and back to you, man. I know uh, District Sixteen Five A D One. That schedule never sleeps, man. That ten team district. So uh, what what are you looking forward to in, in District Sixteen Five A D One this week? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'll touch up on a couple of more Thursday games that we have. We have a Brownsville Lopez taking on Wesley Coise on Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, this one will be at Brownsville. Um, Wesley Coise, like I mentioned, they're coming off that big win. Lopez hasn't won all year, so Wesley Coise will look to keep rolling in that one. And then we have another matchup on Thursday between the Brownsville Pace uh, Vikings and the Donna High Redskins. Uh, that one is Thursday at 7 p.m. And then another one that uh, La Jolla Palmview against McAllen High, This uh, that's kicks off our Friday 16-5A D1 action. Uh, that one's going to be big for Palmview if they want to uh, – they're they're pretty much on the line for the playoff picture. So McAllen High obviously rolling. It's going to be tough for them to get that going against McAllen High, but uh, they need to start turning around if they, they want a chance at making the playoffs. And then uh, just running through the rest of 16-5A D1, we got the McAllen Roll Warriors taking on the Brownsville Porter Cowboys – uh, this Friday, that one will be at McAllen Row. Um, and then, of course, we got Real Grand City over in 14-5 AD1 taking uh, at, against San Antonio Southwest Legacy, who's the number one team in the district right now with only one loss overall in the year undefeated in district play. So that's going to be a tough draw for the Real Grand City Rattlers who fell to San Antonio Southside last week. And uh, moving on to just some 16-5 AD2 matchups this week, we got PSJ Southwest and Sherilyn Pioneer going head-to-head. Southwest hasn't won a game this year. Pioneers coming off that loss, and uh, they're going to need a win if they want to stay inside that playoff picture. Uh, a loss here opens the door for Roma and Etikal Jelsa. So 
Uh, it's a must win, in my opinion, for the for the Diamondbacks against Southwest this Friday at seven o'clock. And then we got Ed Calchosa at Valley View, another must win game. Like I mentioned, uh, to keep pace, they need to win. They're still they're on the outside looking in right now, but a couple of games go their way, and then they keep winning. They they might just sneak their way in there. And then a team that's been impressive. I mean, we got Sherilyn High against PSA Memorial. That's at PSA ISC Stadium on Friday. Um, again, Sherilyn High has been rolling. Memorial has that one win this year, but since then, I mean, they've kind of struggled. Um, so Sherilyn will look to keep rolling. And that that's pretty much it for our 5A action this week. Uh, lots of good matchups, lots of must-win games for these teams that they prepare for this final little stretch of uh, district play. Yeah, exciting times coming up at the, at the uh, 5A level here in Week 9. And the same can be said for our sub-5A football Ivan here in the Rio Grande Valley. We'll start with District 16-4A D1. La Feria, the district favorite, paying a visit to Kingsville King. Kingsville has not won a district game, so La Feria can improve their chances at, at bringing home that district title this year. Then we got Zapata paying a visit to Gruya, man. And this Gruya team has been impressive this year. Last week, they, they had a halftime lead on La Feria, but they, they let it slip away during the second half. But no, nobody should be sleeping on Gruya, man. I mean, they made the playoffs last year, but did not get to play the postseason game. And I think that fired up a bunch of these guys who are back in the fold this year, uh, who are leading the Gators. Uh, to, they're a 3-3 three and three overall this year and a 2-1 and one there in, in district play. So uh, looking forward to seeing what Gruya can do uh, this upcoming week. Then we got Port Isabel taking on Ingleside. That's a good matchup between two playoff teams who are still in the district title picture. So one team will fall out after this game, and one team will stay alive there uh, as they hope to uh, win that, that number one seed. And everybody's looking up there at Sinton in that district. Then we got another Valley matchup. Raymondville at Rio Hondo. Uh, that's, that's Friday, 7.30 p.m. in Rio Hondo. And then jumping down to Class 3A, we got Bishop taking on Lyford and San Diego paying a visit to Progreso in District 16, 3A, D1. And then we got a Valley-on-Valley matchup in Santa Rosa uh, and Monte Alto uh, Friday night. Then La Villa, uh, who the district title favorite, certainly there in District 16, 2A, D1, after beating Premont a couple weeks, a defending district champion. Um, now La Villa coming off their bye week. Now they're, they're rested and ready for Santa Maria, who I believe is, is their final, tr their true final challenge in their journey to pick up this uh, District 16, 2A, uh, D1 championship. And of course, but you can't sleep on uh, Rivera and of course, ben, uh, Benchetti there as La Villa chases that 16 to a D1 title for the first time in eight years. And wrapping up our, our week nine action, Bronzo St. Joseph uh, taking a visit to Austin to take on Austin Regents there in Taps football and Houston Provision Academy uh, coming down to the Valley for a matchup with Harlingen Marine Military Academy. Uh, so some uh, good games all across the schedule, Ivan. Uh, you, in, you touched on it. I mean, you're going to be at, at the Monitors game of the week here in week nine with a district title on the line. It feels like a, a playoff atmosphere already, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, Brian. It's, it's one that I've had marked in my calendar. I didn't expect it to be this way. I, I thought it was going to be the other way around personally. You know, I will admit I thought Mercedes was going to be undefeated going into this one. Obviously, Sherilyn had different plans, but it just sets up for even more excitement for us that Mercedes versus Mission Veterans game. Um, like you mentioned, it's pretty much for the district title. If Mission Veterans can win, they control their destiny. I think, like you mentioned about La Villa, I think this is Mission Veterans' last real test. They close out the season with games against, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Sherilyn Pioneer and PSJ Memorial, which 
uh, Memorial has only won one game this year, and Pioneer, uh, while they've had their moments, I mean, they they're they're a young team, um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can keep up with Mercedes. But this is definitely their uh, the uh, or with Mission Veterans. I'm sorry, this is definitely the veterans' biggest uh, test of the year. And Mercedes too, in my opinion, um, they need to prove that you know they being number two wasn't a fluke. And you know, I, I've read some comments around. They said Mercedes was overhyped and all, but I, I don't think they are. I think they're a good team. Um, they definitely have players, uh, but they're they're gonna have to prove it on the field this Friday in the monitors game of the week, Brian. Yeah, definitely setting up to be a good one. We got good ones all across the valley here in week nine with district title implications, playoff implications, seeding on the line and uh, bragging rights, of course, that always makes it fun. So we're looking forward to an exciting week nine here across the Rio Grande Valley in the high school football scene. And Ivan and I will be here with you breaking it all down. You can catch us at games Thursday and Friday night, and you can visit us and catch all our action at rgvsports.com and at RGV Sports on Facebook and on Twitter uh, to catch all the latest uh, in RGV Sports. And definitely uh, we have plenty of volleyball action up there on rgvsports.com as the volleyball playoffs are, are quickly approaching. So make sure you visit RGV Sports uh, to catch up all, on all the latest in RGV high school, high school sports. So uh, for Ivan Palacios and, and I'm Brian Ramos, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the RGV Sports Podcast. We'll catch you next time.